0: It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's podcast network. Merry Christmas, everyone.
1: Hey, this is Robert. Just wanted to wish all our listeners happy holidays and all the best in 2019. It's been a great year for Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We wanted to have something a little special for you this episode. The last interview of the year is going to be a delicious one. Just for Christmas, we have a special episode on chocolate. How sweet is that? Have a great holiday season and we'll see you in the new year. Hello, this is Robert Smiley coming to you today with vancouverentrepreneur.ca where we talk to you entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in British Columbia. Phil Hemmings is a sales manager at Ross Chocolates in Port Coquitlam. His experience stems from starting and running two food related companies as well as overseeing sales for other natural food companies. Phil will be in charge of spearheading the product launch in the U.S. and to work closely with his team at Ross Chocolates to ensure all areas of the company are ready for launch in late May. Ross Chocolates have been making Canadians no sugar added chocolates for over 20 years. Well, Phil, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners.
0: Hey, Robert. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Great. Okay, I want you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from. Give us the details on your current business. We know it's chocolate, so it's got to be good.
0: <laughs> Chocolate's always good. Yeah, no, I uh, I originally came back from Ontario, uh, London, Ontario area. Uh, came out as a counsellor the first half of my life. Uh, I uh, was counsel with young offenders and mental health here in Vancouver. But just felt there was something else that I uh, really... I just wasn't reaching my potential. I'm a very creative guy, Uh, so I ended up um, starting a uh, fruit smoothie business. I had that for, oh, about a a year or so. I loved the creativity. Um, I loved the, uh, I guess, my first understanding of business, but I didn't know much about business, and I was giving things away. Um, That uh, soon evolved into uh, actually a snack food company, uh, originally with uh, with kettle corn, uh, doing kettle corn events here, and then seeing there was a niche to it, and I thought, well, hey, uh, maybe I can get this onto the grocery shelf, and that's uh, that's what eventually happened. Being able to uh, package this in a uh, food safe environment, um, uh, able to get into the, at first the small medium stores in the Vancouver area, and then uh, eventually a national
1: okay now did you need financing to start your company and how are you currently making money in your business now
0: yeah with that uh with that that uh, venture it was uh I was very conservative i was working uh full time and uh, i really wanted to see what sort of uh, appetite was out there for uh, the consumer for this product um so instead of starting my own plant, I would go to. I called up a bunch of uh, food safe places, food factories in the uh, Vancouver area, and asked them if uh, if they're working uh, uh, seven days a week. Most of them weren't, so I was able to to get in at some places uh, working Saturdays and and Sundays with with my product. Uh, that, that way is giving me, uh, you know, a food-safe environment to produce food, and uh, I was able to, to go to market in that way. Once I found that uh, I had uh, a good, a good uh, following, uh, good uh, orders were coming in, I was able to uh, make the jump and get my own place. Uh, I guess mortgaging the house, Robert, I guess is, <laughs> is where my funding came from uh, initially, and, and that helped uh, launch that, that product off. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. Now, what is the long-term vision, and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas, and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada?
0: Okay. Well, with that that particular venture, that was uh, the, the real treat, skettle Corn uh, uh, Company. That one was was uh, went for about twelve years, uh, and then the margins started getting low, and uh, we ended up. Uh, shutting it down uh just doesn't make wasn't making sense anymore after that beer companies coming in able to do things more efficiently uh so with that i started uh i had gained a new skill i was in the food industry and i uh, understood the the marketing understood the sales side of things so i was able to uh, get positions as a sales manager director with uh, with national food companies in, in canada uh, that led me to this opportunity that i'm at now ross or sorry raba ross chocolates which uh, has again as you mentioned been making no sugar added chocolate for a number of years uh, but what they've just done in the last few months is is gone into a stevia uh sweetened Chocolate that uh, it's got a mixture of erythritol. If you have a stevia, which is stevia by itself, it's a bit bitter. Erythritol is a, a sugar alcohol. It, it's natural, doesn't sound natural, but it is. Uh, but it's got a great flavor to it, and it's uh, it, it's uh, something that diabetics can have. It's a zero glycemic on the index, gluten free, GMO free. So that's going to be the new uh, product that we're we're launching. Uh, Month down in the United States.
1: Okay, good. Now, what are the biggest benefits for you in being an entrepreneur in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but also want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners, so they can keep an eye out for them.
0: Yeah, certainly the good things is the uh, just the brain flow out here. There's an awful lot of uh, uh, there's, there's a lot of creative people. There's a lot of entrepreneurs I find in this area. Um, it's uh, it's It seems, especially in the natural sector, uh, I've noticed with the food businesses I've been at, this, uh, there, there's a way of thinking out here that is um, uh, very progressive. Uh, as far as, as some of the uh, challenges out here, uh, certainly be uh, shipping and freight, especially if you're anybody who's producing a product of any sort, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you that it's... You know, all the people aren't necessarily around here. They're they're all back east or, or down south. And so it, it costs a fair amount of money to, to get product to them.
1: Okay. Now we do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired or just think about your business? And does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here?
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it certainly does. Um the coquitlam river is right by my house and so there's endless trails down there that uh, um, i love to go down go for runs uh, go bike rides with my kids uh even kayak down the that river uh, when uh, when the spring rushes on with the water uh, but you know what it really doesn't change whether it's raining or not it's uh, you, you get used to the rain out here and uh, um, when i got a pair of earbuds on and my uh, my raincoat on it doesn't matter if uh if it's sunny or not
1: right good okay now we have a lot of international listeners so this next question i want you to speak to them if you were to start all over again and you just moved here to vancouver bc but this time you don't know anyone knowing what you know now what would you do and how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur
0: Mm. well if it was a uh, food business i would I would approach it in a different way i i would uh once i found uh, the product and an idea i'd liked i I would build a business plan around a co-packer that would uh deal with all the production side of things and um pretty much uh making making me a marketer of that that product if it was a service i think i would um i would see what uh what New York, what Los Angeles, what kind of services and businesses that are working well there that Vancouver doesn't have. And maybe explore that.
1: Okay. Now, what does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day?
0: Yeah, that's, that's probably the most important hour, of my uh, hour and a half this morning uh, of my day. Uh, when I get up, I... Um, I have in my living room a water feature that I've, I've built up with, uh, with uh, ferns and uh, soft lighting. Uh, I put on soft music, I have my coffee, and you know what, I, I start off just by being thankful. All the, uh, I mean, I go down the list every morning of all the things I have to be thankful for, you know, from my relationships, from where, where I live, uh, the things I'm allowed to do, my health. Um, I start with that, I meditate, I pray, I, I, I go through the different areas of my life that I need answers on, I'm looking for answers. Sometimes that's that might be 40 minutes, sometimes it's, it's an hour and a half like it was today, you know, but uh, when, I, when I don't start a day that way, um, I feel it, I, I know I just feel a little off, Something, uh, something's missing.
1: Do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently?
0: Yeah, you know what? I mean, I, yeah, I think you have to be a little bit different because the the tons of hours that you put in without, uh, without pay or without knowing that it's even going to work out at all in the end. Um, the, I think you need an exceptional amount of faith and confidence to really... Um, to really bring an an idea all the way through to fruition, I guess.
1: Okay. Now, what books are you reading now and why, or even audiobooks, and can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs?
0: Um, As far as the the book I'm reading right now, it's Onward uh, by Howard Schultz. It's uh, the founder of uh, Starbucks, uh, why I'm reading it because my friend gave it to me uh, but I'm finding it it's, uh, it's a really interesting book one, one, of, the, uh, one of the things I liked I, from that book is, is how he would sometimes uh, shut a meeting down early and let everybody go home as long as they called somebody and connected with somebody they haven't talked to in years I thought that was kind of a kind of a neat thing to uh, you know uh, to, to inspire people to do
1: Interesting. So he would say, okay, call someone you haven't been or you haven't spoken to for several years and uh, you can go after you do that?
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, sometimes it's a great excuse to do that. It's all too often, you know, friends and, and people fall away just because uh, you haven't seen them and it gets weird to call them. So that gives you a good excuse to break that habit.
1: Good. What online or offline tools do you use on a daily basis?
0: Um, online would be notebook. I, I just just uh, that's how I organize everything. Just on uh, a notebook. Off uh, um, uh, that'd be offline. I guess off online would be a relaxing app I, I've got called Calm. Where once in a while you sit down and um, it's got different features on it, but the one I like the best is the breathing. It's forcing you to. To breathe in for a specific amount of time hold it for a specific amount of time and breathe out so
1: okay now we have a lot of uh listeners that obviously listen for uh uh, learning from entrepreneurs and so forth but entrepreneurs need to take breaks we know that so um vancouver's got a lot to offer we can we got the mountains here we got the oceans lakes everything you, you just like you said the trails outside your place how do you mm-hmm. balance work and how do you relax and not think about work and what are your favorite activities to do here in bc do you ski bike kayak golf hike or simply go for a drive
0: um yeah it was certainly uh, pretty active one of the things that uh, we've been doing a lot lately is uh, uh yeah i got teenagers, 12- and 15-year-olds, and so we play a lot of tennis. We've uh, actually... Uh, weekend Warriors, when it comes out to paintball, uh, that's, that's something we've been getting into a lot. Uh, certainly skiing. I mean, it's... It, you know, there's nothing more relaxing than, uh, than skiing. Even just going up the... Uh, you can go up the ski lift on a, on a nice snowy night is it, just uh, one of the most peaceful things.
1: Okay. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession?
0: Oh, easy. I'd be uh, the drummer on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that, that is what a, the, the best gig.
1: Uh, what's his name? Vinny Coletta?
0: Ah, oh, yes. Is that his name? <laughs> uh, I, I, I know it's a Vinny something. Yeah, sure Vinnie
1: Coletta, yeah. I think that is him.
0: Now, how do you know that? I'm a-, I'm a
1: drummer myself, so I, I know. Oh, that. oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. What kind of a job would you not like to do?
0: Um, I would uh, not want to be uh, in a call center, um, and even uh, in, a, in a retail outlet in a mall or something like that. I would I'd have a hard time have a hard time standing in one spot.
1: In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use?
0: Uh, it, it is what it is, and 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 that's and that's because it's there's a lot of problems that come up during the day uh, in any business, and you can sit around and decide whose fault it was or why it should have or shouldn't have happened, or you can say it is what it is, and let's move on here. Let's what are we going to do about it? Um, so that tends to be my attitude, and that's why I, I, I tend to use that a lot when things happen.
1: What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not uh, like to hear?
0: It can happen, or you can't do that. Uh, I know it sounds cliche, but it's, it's so true. And it just ribs me, especially when it's somebody who has limited information that's telling me that, so <laughs> I always like to prove them wrong.
1: If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would be and why?
0: Uh, creative positive and funny
1: okay that's pretty well self-explanatory isn't it (laughs) okay what keeps you up at night if anything
0: uh certainly creative ideas um when i when i think of something whether it's it's for work or or business a new business idea it's one of those things that really just takes over and uh and you find yourself thinking about it uh, uh, continuously.
1: Okay. I want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list. This could be a bucket list of any sort, whether you want to do a TEDx talk, write books, travel more, philanthropy, anything like that?
0: Yeah. Um, well, certainly, uh, extended scuba trip in Fiji. Uh, the other one would be record a, a, a great album with some good musicians um, lastly, I guess would be, uh, get a farm, get a farm with the horses and dogs, a place you can online.
1: Okay. Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs BC?
0: Um, yes, it's, it's one of the best things that helped me and saved me thousands of thousands of dollars and, and probably thousands of hours at times is i made a habit of reaching out to people i was a counselor i didn't know anything about about business or food industry and so i called everybody who had a food business in vancouver and asked them if i could take them out for lunch and have a coffee with them you know most most told me to hit the road but but the other half said yeah sure come on down And i'm still friends with them today um you know so really get out and, and, and ask people uh find mentors Uh, Just you know, uh, just realize that uh, there's people that have the answers out there, and and you want to find them.
1: Yeah, I think the message here is don't be afraid to make that call. You just never know where it may
0: lead. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I was able actually to bring in a uh, uh, with the uh, real the snack food company. I was able to. uh, bring in a huge investor just by just by making that that call it really came in when, uh, and really taught me actually how to run a business they coming from a 150 million dollar company so it was it was a huge um, advantage to me at that time
1: okay okay Phil you ready to have some fun yeah sure okay well as you know entrepreneurs are very connected people we're very busy lots on the go We're going to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet. This place does exist. We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer, a smartphone, or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there any time to call the boat. We'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? What would you do while you were there?
0: Huh. Well, it's got a... You know, I think I'd take advantage of it. I really think I would, uh, I would, would take advantage of, of, that time and, um, make use of it, whether <laughs> it's just something as simple as perfecting my role or, or something bigger, learning how to play guitar, learn a, a language or something like that. Uh, um, if I've got a beautiful scenery like that and, uh, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be food and stuff there and a hey, water, warm water is what I love to be around. So, um, I would give myself three or four months before I had to get on that phone.
1: Great. Wow. Three or four months. That's good. You'll get a lot done. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today?
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, just Ross Chocolates is over uh, in Port Coquitlam. I'm sales manager at rosschocolates.ca. Um, you know, if if people are trying to reduce sugar or they're diabetics and looking for a great treat, uh, we're at Shoppers, we're at uh, Superstore, we're at um, at Walmart. So PharmaSaves, Rexall. So we're around town. It's that's for sure. We've we've got a, a great product. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm always willing to uh, connect with uh, people, especially entrepreneurs who um, looking um, who have questions.
1: Great. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you and I'm sure our listeners have as well.
0: Thanks so much, Rob.
1: Great. Okay. We'll see you next time. See ya. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.